Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Okay, so if you liked episode 35, which was called The Key to Romantic Relationships, you are going to love this. It's kind of like part two. So let's talk about love. What do you think? You with me on this? This talk is packed full of fun concepts that can add value to any relationship. You know, in episode 35, that podcast, we talked about how love is not enough to keep a marriage exciting and strong and together. Remember that statistic? 99% of the people that get divorced say they still love each other. Oh my God, at least there's a 99% chance it's not enough then, right? So what keeps you in a state of infatuation is knowledge and understanding. God, it's knowing the other person. It's understanding them. It's understanding your relationship. It's understanding yourself. All this is what really matters. I wrote this talk from the perspective of the guy's perspective, by the way, just so you all know. Guys, we're going to have to understand what makes our wives tick. What makes them tick? Because they are not like us, right? (laughs) So let's start with how women feel words and how men analyze words. God, I remember the moment this hit me. Because there's been times and Tiff and I are talking and there's a disagreement going on or something's happening and... And Tiff is so emotional. I'm thinking, why is she so emotional? I don't understand this. It's because she feels my words, where I analyze words. It's so true, isn't it? This is why women are so more emotional. At least my my wife is. She feels the words. She's not analyzing them. I think women have this built-in sense of feeling words. And guys, here's the reality of life. (laughs) Every word we speak speaks the condition of our own hearts. This is why God gave the the women the superpower to feel words. They can feel the condition of their guy's heart. Wow. (laughs) It's so true, right? Okay, so here's a tip. (laughs) The tip is this. When you're speaking to your wife or your significant other, always pretend God is standing next to her. You'll speak accordingly. <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> on another topic, all right, topic number two. Did you know that you you lean on your significant others so much? I depend on Tiff so much that I actually store memory in her mind. It's true. We store memory in all the people that we depend on, all their minds, especially our significant other. And I can tell you, if I were to lose Tiff, God, I would lose my mind. Think about this. How much information do you guys store in your wives' minds? So much. This hit me one day when I had a young lady in the underground room and she was crying because she was getting divorced. And she's just, she's sobbing and she goes, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't understand it. And I go, oh my God, it's because you are. Because every single bit of information that you store in your husband's mind, you no longer have any access to. It is gone. You lost it all. We depend on each other so much that we actually store memory in each other's minds. Here's a trick. This is a trick to communicate perfectly well. I've never been able to do this, guys, but if you can do it, call me up, let me know. This, it goes like this. When you're communicating and talking to your significant other, only speak when you can summarize the other person's position and they agree that you understand them 100%. (laughs) 
That sure would be crystal clear communication, wouldn't it? I've never been able to do it, guys. If you can, let me know. Man, I had a young man this past week ask me for marriage advice. God, he's a man of faith. He's a man of God. So I told him, I said, you know, when you're speaking to your wife, like I said earlier, imagine God standing next to her. Speak accordingly, because God is standing there. Have you ever heard the saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me? You're right. Words are so powerful. Words are so powerful, they can start a war. Words are so powerful, they can, they can, dis- they can destroy a company. They can destroy a relationship. Words are the most powerful things in the universe. They change everything. Words are the condition of your heart. Words are so powerful. And when it comes to words, every word counts. Everything counts. I was teaching Maggie this the other day. My little girl, Maggie, she's seven. And I go, Maggie, every single word you say counts. Everything about you counts. She goes, what do you mean, Dad? I go, well, imagine this. Imagine if you were to say to me, do you love me? And imagine if I were to say to her, yeah, I love you. (laughs) I didn't really say it, did I? It's because everything counts. Your voice inflection, your body language, your tone, your, your volume, everything counts. She goes, whoa, you didn't really say it. I go, exactly, because everything counts. You know, when we fall in love with people, I believe we fall in love with all the positive attributes of that person. And every single negative thing about that person is completely ignored. It doesn't even exist. And, you know, people don't change much. As a whole, if you knew me when I was 12, you go, that's Randy. Bounce off the wall, Randy. Personalities, demeanor, you know, cadence. It doesn't, people don't change a whole lot. It's the way you're naturally made. So if you fall in love with someone, you fell in love with all the positive attributes of that person. Later, years and years and years later, if you were to fall out of love with that person, the person didn't change. You just started focusing on the wrong stuff. You started seeing the negative in them. Because remember, you can only see what you're looking at. Focus on the positive and you'll see it. Focus on the good in them and you'll see it. You can only see what you're looking at. You know, I asked Kathy and Lizzie and Sally about this talk the other day. Before we did it, I was in the vineyard room and I'm talking to them. I said, ladies, give me some advice. What do you think? What makes a great relationship brilliant? Man, I, I, I want to say it was, uh, it was Sally. She goes, you got to be flexible. I go, wow, that is so true because the answers change in life. What's right for you today will not be right for you 10 years from now because the answers change. The questions remain all the time, always the same. You got to be flexible. I think Kathy goes, you got to spend time together. Man, she is the king of that. She is always going on dates. I love to see it. And that made me think, you're so, it's so right, Kathy, because when it comes to time and relationships, there is no such thing as an efficient relationship. You can't, you can't, you can't have a great relationship with like splatter marks of time spent together here and there and there and here, three minutes here, three minutes there just doesn't, just doesn't cut it because there's no such thing as an efficient relationship. Someone goes, I think it was Lizzie. She goes, you got to keep it fresh, new and adventurous. I thought, oh my God, how true is that? You got to keep it fresh and new. You, and that leads me to think you cannot automate your life. Your mind is designed to automate everything you do. You've driven to work. You don't remember driving there. We automate people. I think I know you. So I don't need to be, be present in the moment with you anymore. I don't need to be listening. And we can do the same thing we did yesterday as we did today. Keep it new and adventurous. Stay present in the moment. Have you ever noticed that sometimes people tend to be more rude to their loved ones than to strangers? I've seen this. You ever see it? I mean, I've seen someone be so polite and so courteous and so kind to someone that they don't know, and then they turn to their significant other and they say something snarky or rude or, or sarcastic. 
And I thought, what is that? Why would someone do that to someone that they love, someone that's part of who they are? And I got thinking about this. This may not be the answer, but it's my perception of it. I think this has to do with perceived reputation and self-image of ourselves. When we, when we meet someone brand new, we're on our best behavior. We're tuned in. We're actively listening because you don't know them and you want them to think the very best of you. Whether it's someone you're dating or it's a stranger, you just met them. You're going to be on your absolute best behavior. You're polite. You're kind. You're using all the right words. You're very aware of how you're being perceived. This is the crux of it. You're aware of how you're being perceived by them because you're seeing yourself through their eyes. If you're being authentically, truly yourself, all is well because it'll never change. But if you're putting up a front and you're being someone that you're not quite who you are, over time, all this politeness and kindness and courteous and nice words, it's going to fade because no one can keep it up forever. Over time, your self-image is no longer to be tied up in how your partner sees you, but it is going to be tied up in how others perceive you. And then all of a sudden, you're treating strangers better than your significant other. This is why character is far more important than reputation, because character is who you are. The fact of life is this. Happier relationships, happier life. Isn't that simple? The happier relationships you have with people around you, the happier the life you're living. Ultimately, the quality of a person's life is directly connected to the quality of their relationships. I love y'all. Thanks for being part of my life. See you soon. consider keeping this talk as like a as a basis when you start your public speaking okay you know neat i think that's something we should announce to to people so oh, yeah. for those of you that don't know yeah you know that's that's something uh matthew was saying mm -hmm. can you create a little snippet for me yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. i'm building it out and for, awesome. for those listening to this right now um yeah randy why don't you talk about your your next little journey that you're neat. you're going to partake so um, excited for ralph so yeah. excited you know like I, I i love to create things in life like I love, when, back when we created the medical business, it was so exciting to create, to bring something from nothing into reality. When we did the winery, oh my gosh, I was so excited to be out there, my hands and knees, digging in the dirt, planting vines, dreaming one day of holding a glass of wine. You're bringing something from nothing. And you know, I'm, I'm not the best at, at operations, <laughs> period. <laughs> I mean, ever, ever at the winery, you, you can all cheer at this, right? <laughs> They're going, good, he knows, you know? I'm not the best at operations. And I, cause I just don't like doing it, to be blunt honest. I like to create. I like to see a future and bring that future into reality. And in doing these podcasts, Ralph, you have inspired me to go bigger, better, stronger on every level. Wow. So my, my goal is to become a national, worldwide public speaker for businesses, for not-for-profits, for government agencies. How can I add value to the world? So I've been developing tons of talks to add value to the world. Matthew has been working with me to get me on all the big platforms like Big Speak and so on. And uh, I'm... I'm my, my mission is to add value to people's lives. And I think that I can, I can get in front of people and let them see the world through a new perspective, a bright, brilliant perspective where there is absolutely no limitation to their life. Wow. I remember doing, when we were doing the documentary, we ended the documentary with uh, you being in Time Magazine one day and the caption being, how could a wine company change the world? So I think it's, it's cool to see how that mission has somewhat adapted, cool. adapted now. You know what I mean? That's something else. Um, you send chills up my back. 
It's cool, man. I mean, look, if there's one person, and, and we've known each other now since, wow, 2018? Been a while. We've known neat. each other for a very long time now. Oh, my God. It's really neat. Um, and what I've learned um, from you and the relationship that we've had is that if there's one person that's going to get it done, it's going to be you. So I'm just excited to be a part of the journey here, you know? Neat, right? Um, and that's why in this talk, I think, is very... Uh, it is valuable, right? There's a lot of relationship stuff that we talk about on the pod mm -hmm. and even like outside of the pod, but we're mm -hmm. just kind of shooting it back and forth yeah. with each other. Relationships matter everything. I mean, who you decide to spend your life with is the biggest decision you will ever make in your life. Yeah. Because it's going to affect everything. You know, the, the Bible has, a, has, a, has a, a verse in there that says, guard your heart for it affects everything else in your life. And think about that. You know, like, like you know, <laughs> I just got lucky with Tiff. I truly did. I just got lucky. I mean, pure, pure luck. Because I, I didn't know she had all that depth inside of her. I didn't know who she really was. You know, I remember being nervous getting married. You know, saying, you're not going to change, are you? you know? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Because I genuinely feel the same way with, with Diana. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like I, and I, sometimes I ask myself, like, why me? Like, you know, like, mm -hmm. you picked me, but like, mm -hmm. me? I'm just a... Just a guy, you know what I mean? So I it's, it's cool. It's like, wow, you just got somebody mm -hmm. that's look, choosing to look past that. So that's why I think the relationship talks that you have a very you know powerful. Awesome, Ralph? You know what, what, what makes your relationship with Diana so brilliant, so great, is that you have that attitude. You have the attitude of you, someone of your caliber, someone of your beauty, someone of your magnitude chose me. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, but Ralph, but that, <laughs> but that, I can tell you, 20 years from now, to hear you saying that, you'll go, that's what's made it wonderful. And that is what makes it wonderful. It's the humility. It's the kindness. It's the love. It's that, it's that I think you, you are so much on a pedestal. I pick you up so high and I bet she does the same with you. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. She's just it's, such a, she's just such a badass. excuse my language with all the stuff that she's doing. <laughs> like even like with work and things like that, you know what I mean? That's why like a talk like this is so powerful because like a key to romantic relationships is one thing. And we have the conversations all the time. Like, how do you mm -hmm. grow from just like a physical, like, where is it also that's keeping the relationship alive mm -hmm. and going into this? We just entered Lent, right? Not to get too religious, but we just entered the Lenten season and we both challenged each other. Like, let's keep physical out of it. Let's see what we can do like mentally and everything like that. And it's been a struggle um, that's funny. to say the least, but it's, it's. It's cool because it allows you to look at a relationship from a totally different dynamic yeah, and perspective. It, does. And it, it forces you to think of things and, mm -hmm. and to be creative, right? You were saying Kathy and them, yeah, date nights. Yeah, like this. Like right. it forces you to just be creative um, from a relationship level. And I think it's it's fun. Yeah. It's cool, right? It, it spices it up. Yeah. So. You know, it's funny. The, when you say that, it makes me think the mind is the most sexual organ in your body. Oh, yeah. You know what it's I mean? crazy. <laughs> right? It's, it's unbelievable. Can I say one more thing about relationships before we run here? That, mm -hmm. But, you know, um, another person that I've known in my life that is, has always been in awe of their significant other uh, is Frank at the winery. Oh, really? Frank and Shannon. O'Malley, right? Yeah, Frank O'Malley. Frank at, the, Frank at the winery. Frank, when he talks about Shannon... He does this thing where he goes, oh, 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 you, you have no idea. Oh, you don't know. I mean, it's so good. And I look at that. I thought, man, you know, they've been married like, you know, 20 some odd years. And I, I just love that because he is in all of her yeah. and you can see it. Like, it's just like he talks about her in business and her life, the way she conducts herself. And it's always, oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's so good. I That's love to awesome. see that. Yeah. Bottom line, guys, treat your others with respect. Stay in awe. Stay in awe. Love that. Love it.